What's up, guys? Welcome back to Unentitled Sports, episode five today. We have a lot to talk about with NBA's free agency, the Stanley Cup, uh, a little bit about baseball, too. Yeah, believe it or not. Um, but Greenberg, you know, we we made it to the end of hockey season. You know, I, I was on my on the edge of my seat the whole time, I have to say. <laughs> um, we heard last episode, I, uh, I made a... a, a f- a mistake. Okay, I predicted that the Tampa Bay Lightning were going to come back and win the game, win the series in six, and I was incredibly wrong. Horribly mistaken. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, though, because of my vast hockey knowledge, <laughs> I just yeah. Uh, I, you I don't normally miss on those ones. I know. Uh, yeah, Avalanche one in six. Um, uh, the series honestly felt like you know, f- considering it was six games, it wasn't that close. Um, because the two games Tampa Bay won, um, you know, within the game itself, uh, not very convincing, but also um, just to at the when they won the games, they were still never up in the series, and you never believed that they were actually going to you know piece together another win, right? And you know, actually mount a comeback. Their wins were kind of just like delaying the inevitable. Honestly, <clears throat> like Colorado looked in control the whole series. You know, every time Tampa Bay won, they had to squeak by. And it didn't look like that they would w- have it in them to win, you know, a second game in a row. And when they did win, you know, Colorado was still up in the series every time. So yeah, it was six games, um, but Colorado wins the Stanley Cup deservedly. So they are probably the best team in the NHL. Um, well, obviously well, they, they, they are the best. They won the Stanley Cup, you know, but There's, you know, not you know, not every time you know sure. the best team in the league wins the championship. I mean, on paper. You know, I, I, I might want to push back on that, though, because the only goal of playing in the league is to win the championship, right? So who's the best at winning the championship? It's always the team that won the championship. Yeah. So you could say who's the best team on paper who would be the most likely to win a championship. But, like, you know, you talk about the best team. The best team. Was that a, was that Socrates or Aristotle? Oh, that was... Uh, 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 Balsanya, actually. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so wise words from Lucas. Um, but, you know, the, the team that deserved to win the Stanley Cup did win the Stanley Cup. Uh, I remember, I, I, I'm tempted to say two episodes, we talked about Kale McCarr. Yes, we, we did. I brought up the defenseman for yes. Colorado. Uh, he won, he won the, uh, what's the, uh, what's Finals the award? MVP. Uh, this is, you know. Well. There's a name. In, in hockey, it's, um. It's not finals MVP. It's the whole. It's for the whole playoffs. Oh really? Um, Playoff MVP. Right. Yeah. It is called the uh, the Conn Smythe Award. Um, Kale McCarr won the Conn Smythe Award, uh, and very deservedly so. He played phenomenal uh, during the playoffs. And I remember when we talked about him. You know, we we brought up. You know, I remember my stance on him was yes, he's very good and very young. But he might not be in that same tier one as McDavid and McKinnon and Drysidle. And after this Stanley Cup, I think he might be in that same tier. I mean, well, I knew it. I knew it from the beginning. That's what I said. I said yeah. the three best, the two best players that were on Colorado mm-hmm. were McKinnon and and uh, and McCarr. I mean, right. Yeah. Two of the best, two of the three. So, I mean, welcome. I would say, like, like welcome to this take. Welcome to being right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Kale McCarr, very deservedly so, won the Conn Smythe Award. Um, and yeah. Is Conn Smythe, like, like Cy Young? Like, one of those old, like, yeah, hockey he's, guys that, he like, is old as hell. in, like, the let's, 20s? Let's see it. when his career was. 
played against a bunch of plumbers. <laughs> I guess in, in Canada Maybe. it's probably different, right? Yeah. They don't have plumbers up there. They have like Maybe. Canadian plumbers. He um, was... Yeah, Con Smythe was born in 1895. Yep. Woo! Um, and did he actually play, or was he... Because as Wikipedia says, he is best known as the owner of the Maple Leafs from 1927 to 1961. I don't know if he played. Um, he served in both world wars. He's a fraud, if you ask me. <laughs> Smythe forms the Maple Leafs. Yeah, I don't know that he played. He forms Let's the Google. Maple Leafs. So he kind Did of... Con Smythe play. He played hockey. He played hockey in college. I don't know that he played in the NHL. So he's his talking head. He's he's basically Stephen A. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's much. okay. You know, the Stephen I, A. Smith Award. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like in like a hundred years, if they're giving out the Stephen A. Smith for Award, Finals MVP, that'd be so sick. Inse- like, instead of Bill Russell, it's. I mean, yeah. Well, Bill Bill Russell, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith might have been better. Who than has Bill done Russell. Who has done more for basketball? Exactly. Stephen A. or Bill Russell? Yeah. Uh, anyways, Makar Conn Smythe Trophy winner, um, and. I think I, you know, I and many others are ready to consider him to be a part of uh, that tier one of NHL players. And, you know, I, I talk a lot about the eye test and you see Makar play and the things he does, the things he's able to do on both sides of the ice with the puck, without the puck. Um, and he is fantastic, particularly his skating and his edge work. The way he's able to move his feet is almost fictional. Um, he knows how to puck. Yeah, he does. He pucks good. Um, you know, it's in, in terms of skating ability, it's McDavid. You know, they're, they they have different strengths as, as far as skaters go. You know, McDavid's a little bit faster, more powerful, but Makar is so good on his edges and so agile. But they are both far and away the two best skaters in the NHL and two of the four best players in the NHL. Um, and yeah, um, not to take away from the Lightning, but... You know, the Avs are the premier team in the NHL right now. It is no longer the Lightning. Uh, the Lightning are still very good, and they could certainly get back to where they have been. But, you know, losing in the finals with an opportunity to three-peat, uh, it does kind of suck. And that's something that's something we know. <laughs> yeah. That's something we know a little something know about. about that. Um, I mean, I guess if that's if that's all you have to say about the the yeah hockey I think that finals. is a good transition we to can transition into NBA and of course we all heard the big news NBA free agency everyone's talking about it started off with a bang from day one Christian Wood got traded um, to the Dallas Mavericks <laughs> Christian Wood is a Maverick can you believe it guys um, and and a lot of people didn't you know didn't see that coming just because he felt you know so at home in in Houston but <laughs> I think it was the right move. Uh, yeah, yeah, for him. Because now Dallas has a real big man instead of Maxi Kleber and well, Dwight yeah. Powell. I mean, obviously we're kidding here. I don't think you know. Obviously, okay, Katie, whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about Katie. Yeah, Katie, Kyrie. But in terms of the the Christian Wood trade, which I actually thought was like kind of interesting, because Christian Wood is not a good defender. He also hasn't played in a system like Dallas. Yeah, and. I mean, he Dallas lost. He hasn't played on a good NBA team. Yeah, no, exactly. Like Dallas has like not... getting getting twenty and ten on you know the worst Houston Rockets team ever. It's like, 
like you okay you're a good basketball player but are you really going to be like a, a key cog can, can christian would be a key player on a championship team and not only that a, t- a, a team that is run by a top five player in the league luka Doncic, who's not who, good at defense who is not very good at defense so your role now is not primary score yeah right? christian wood's gonna have to he's gonna have to do some of like that offensive playmaking yeah and shooting but he's not he's no longer going to be able to get 19 a game um you know i think i think it's gonna be uh, i if i had to bet after the season losing um jalen brunson will probably hurt more than gaining absolutely christian wood i don't think it's even close uh so i think like brunson's a little bit more replaceable Though for Dallas, because they already have Doncic and Dinwiddie in their backcourt. Yeah, but Brunson is a better. I, I think Brunson's a better player. Yeah, Brunson was the second Christian best player Wood. on that team. Yeah, and they lost him. And Christian Wood, we don't know exactly how well he's gonna fit. Yeah, in. Christian Wood could totally get thirteen and eight next year. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's unsure and playing shit defense too. That That's, team. It's not what Dallas needs. You know, the defense is not really gonna be there. They are gonna be a good offense. Luka Doncic in himself is a good offense. Yeah. You lost your second-best offense player. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that they'll still probably be a top-10 offense in the league. But mm-hmm. I can't really see them being better than a top-20 defense. So that's like, you know, top-10 offense, like does top this trade Does this trade really help Dallas take the next step? No. Yeah. No, it definitely doesn't. But I guess they're trying to do what they could. Uh, you know, Christian Wood was, I think, before this, like, free agency um, – he was like kind of all they could hope for, you know, some guy like yeah, who's a forward and they went out and they did their deal really quick because they didn't want him to leave the market. But there's been a ton of moves um, since then. And it's been super interesting. I think um, number one, I, I don't want to talk about this too much today. I think next week we should really get into this, but Rudy Gobert, Right, mm-hmm. we talked about how Dallas needs, you know, a defensive big man. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, he was clearly on the market, but what they got for Rudy Gobert, five first-round picks essentially, if you five? include Walker Kessler. It's, okay, yeah, yeah, it's four first-rounders. Kessler, Kessler is a first-round pick who has who never is, played. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a first-round pick. Yeah, um, and Malik Beasley too, I think, and Beasley and Vanderbilt. Yeah. So that's like those are. That's a, a huge I think Utah. Haul. Yeah. Well, Chris or uh, sorry, Rudy Gobert is the worst player in the NBA. So I think. Okay, that, that's is, what I don't want to talk about right now. <laughs> so is are, are we scheduling my Rudy Gobert rant yes. for next week? Okay, we're we scheduling. I am Rudy Gobert so talk. excited, and we'll, we'll, wanna, Eli will be here, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, that's that's. What I am I'm here so for. excited we for have our a next special episode. guest coming on. Stanford Law uh, student, Eli graduate Cannibal. law student. Yes, um, there, there's no undergraduate law. But um, he, see, I wouldn't know because I don't go to Stanford. Yeah, um, that's why. Um, uh, Eli's going to come on and he's going to give his rebuttal yeah. to Greenberg's completely outrageous take on uh, Rudy Gobert. We're not going to talk about it right now. Um, anyways, with this trade, I do think that um, Minnesota did overpay for him, not in terms of what they're losing in their roster right now. Like you know, Pat Bev's mm-hmm. he's all right, but. You know, you're getting back Rudy Gobert yeah. in terms of your defense. You're going to get way better. Yeah. Um, but five first rounders, it's just like I don't know if I didn't. I don't know if any other team was willing to get right. well, even and, close and, to that. Right. You you could have probably paid less and still got that trade accepted. Right. And you know, it's like if if precedent means anything, you know, Rudy Gobert is not worth five first round picks. Okay, shut up. 
No, I'm wait, serious. Wait, wait, wait. Press, press. Can you can you explain that a little bit more without the bias? I, I want to hear. No, this. without without like no bias. Here's the thing, like because Rudy Gobert is is a top 20, 25 player in the league. <laughs> Whatever. He's only my, thirty my, years my old. My point. Too. My point is. My point is. Has there ever you know like there have been better players who have been traded for for less than less than five first round picks and players who have been has anyone ever shipped five first round picks away in a trade before has that ever happened uh yeah i think the lakers did um with ad with ad okay ad is really when healthy a gazillion times better than okay. rudy gobert i don't know i mean yeah and it's, well, yes. when, when when the trades were made when when the lakers traded for anthony davis when anthony davis was in his prime you know those last two seasons in New Orleans and his, you know, first season in LA. Those were his probably his best three seasons, so far. Um, yeah, so far. Um, and that is prime Anthony Davis is way better than prime Rudy Gobert. And I agree with that. Yeah. And and yeah, you you're you're paying the price for. Yeah. No. Okay. I I, I agree with what you're saying. Like what what you know you're you're paying the price for a top for a top. 10 NBA player. I feel like if you're if you're giving away as much as Minnesota did, you should be getting a top 10 NBA player. Okay. Um I w- in with that, okay, sorry. I'm I'm stuttering a little bit right now, but I think that getting Rudy Gobert is probably the best thing that that Minnesota could have done in a trade like that. Right? Maybe KD, right? KD if you can <laughs> go and get KD, like you probably don't have enough even with that trade even to get KD. Like, you're literally giving... You're shipping out the house for Rudy Gobert. You have to ship out the house and Anthony Edwards. And Anthony Edwards, yeah. Um, if you want to get KD. And that team is, like, has... Doesn't have much of a future. You probably win a champion. You could win a championship next year or, like, two years after that. But, yeah, but, like... But you could argue, like, it's but, within Minnesota's best interest to sell out for one season like Toronto did. Um, I don't know. I mean, with a small market team... Like selling out for one season doesn't generally work out super well. Where it's like if you, you know, you Toronto Toronto did a great job. They got they did get a little lucky. Let let's yeah that's let's true. Keep that sell, in mind. You know, they could have sold out and easily right. Yeah, t- Toronto could yeah Toronto, Toronto yeah Toronto was a circus shot from Kawhi away from going out and, in the second and round and two injuries in the finals away yeah. from uh, from losing. Yeah, but if you're a small market team and you and you whiff on that you yeah. are screwed for the yeah. next like 10 years yeah so um i don't know i don't know i'm just saying with rudy gobert getting back rudy gobert you do drastically in uh better the quality of your defense mm-hmm. they still and, need a lot of help on the perimeter though um yeah i mean i think that there are some guys that you can go get right now like in that are still available um like gary payton would have been a good pickup for that team yeah, I don't know how, how the money is going to work anymore. But yeah. um, but now, I mean, you look at the roster with Gobert, you have you have D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, and who, who who's who's their fifth starters? Probably Kyle Anderson. Probably, yeah. It's, I think Kyle Anderson. Um, you know, there's some more guys on that team. Whatever. It's a good team, basically, and they do team. have like with Anthony Edwards, if he is able to make that jump. To be a superstar, that is a, a, a contending team. If Anthony Edwards becomes a top 20 player in the league, you then have three top 30 players in the league mm-hmm. and two guys who are probably top 20. So that's just 
You know, I I think yeah. that they, it's it's they sold their entire like you know farm what would be the farm in the future. <laughs> yeah. But I think that it's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's in not. Any way. They got back yeah something that could potentially win them a championship. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think that they are on the level of I I, th- I think they are on the same level as Denver. I think they're on the same level as you know the Jazz from two years ago. I think they're on the same level as the Clippers. I think they're on, you know, sort of like I think they're a tier two team in the West. Right now, yeah, I agree with that. Which is which is I, I, which is better because I mean, hey, for them, like that's, they just that's won, good. they won one playoff game and celebrated like it was. You no, know, it was a play-in game. It was a play-in. No, no, game. no, they won a playoff game or they won two playoff games. Yeah, the but, but the, game but the celebration was from yeah, the yeah. play-in um, game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they celebrated like it was, <laughs> you know. Yeah. The first they won a championship for it was like the Cubs in twenty sixteen. Yeah, basically. yeah, for um, real. But yeah, no. Uh, for them to like be legit, I I think now they finish around you know the five seed, maybe four seed mm-hmm. in the West, which is great for them. Um, gives himself an opportunity, and if Anthony Edwards does progress, they could be even better. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's what's going on with Gobert. We'll get into right. a little bit more about that. But there were a lot of trades that happened. Yeah. Is there anyone in particular that you want to talk about? You have have a uh, a strong opinion on? Yeah. Well, I think first of all, uh, Rudy Gobert getting traded to or Minnesota means that the motherload of all trades that I uh, predicted it is four teams and nineteen players, and it does work. I tried it on NBA's trade machine. And it is. Are we gonna run through this? We are gonna. There's I, no way they're gonna understand it. It's like. No, no, no. I, I've rehearsed this. I rehearsed this you, in the okay, shower. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Good luck. Okay, so this, this trade includes the Miami Heat, Brooklyn Nets, Utah Jazz, and New Orleans Pelicans. And this is a hypothetical. This trade is a hypothetical trade that he made to fix the NBA on the <laughs> right. NBA trade machine. Yeah, and this is what Z thinks about it. She's upset. We got we got some. Uh, yeah. Some dog. Temperamental puppy. Yeah. Problems um, going on. Anyways, but he's all good. It is as follows: the Miami Heat receive Kevin Durant and Mike Conley. The Brooklyn Nets receive Rudy Gobert, Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Devonte Graham, and Victor Oladipo. The Utah Jazz receive Kyrie Irving, Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, Larry Nance Jr., and Tyler Hero. And the New Orleans Pelicans receive Donovan Mitchell, Joe Harris, Jordan Clarkson. Uh. Hassan Whiteside, a Udonis Aslam, who then immediately retires, and two bench players on the Heat, who I've never even heard of. Their names are Yurt Seven and Highsmith, and I don't even know their first names. You don't know about Yurt Seven? What's his first name? Uh, what's the letter? Give me the letter. If you give me the letter, I'll probably get it. Oh. Omri? I think it's Omar. Omar? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't fucking know that? <laughs> Omar. Omar. So close. And I think Highsmith's first name is Hilton. Hayward. It's Hayward Highsmith. <laughs> so the Hayward Highsmith and Omer Your Seven trade. Um, yeah, basically. But yeah, unfortunately, Rudy Gobert getting traded to the to the uh, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves means my masterpiece of a trade. We'll have to wait for another time. Yeah. Um, Darn. Almost had it. Yeah. So do we want to talk about Katie and Kyrie now, or should we save that for the end of this no, let's, segment, let's, uh, let's or go through we... the other. Let's quickly go through the other okay. um, free agents or not or trades and and free agent yeah. signings that have happened so far. Um, just to give a quick overview. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Dejounte Murray goes in yeah, a trade. To I, honestly, I was thinking about this trade. I really, really like it. Really? I think it is 
the best thing for both teams. Um, because DeJounte is, first of all, now Atlanta has their backcourt. Yeah. They have their backcourt secured. Can DeJounte play the two? Yes. Okay. He hasn't done it yet, but I believe he can. Okay. And I think I think he he will do it pretty well. Like he he's a much better defender than Trey Young. So yeah. in terms of their defense, it gets a lot better. Okay. Um, Trey Young no longer has to be the entire offense mm-hmm. because now you have you have Dejounte Murray who is capable of playmaking on his own. I think he averaged nine assists or around nine assists last yeah. year, which is well, yeah. They incredible. were both they were both like top ten have, in the league in assists. You have two like really good playmakers now. Yeah. So your offense is already going to be great. Like like a top 5 offense mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Now with like what I think going forward they have to do is make decisions on um John Collins. Right, yeah, his name has been coming up a lot. So if you can get that piece, get one guy that is going to be, you know, your um not I don't want to say Draymond Green, but but <laughs> a player who's who's a front court player who is Good at defense, yeah. who does the things that hey, you Clint, need him to do. I think Clint Capella is um, one of the more underrated. No, absolutely. I think Clint Capella is, is is really good in this mm-hmm. situation. But basically, my point really is just that going forward, they have an incredible backcourt. Yeah. That certainly is good enough to win a championship. Mm-hmm. The moves that they have to make from here on out are much more simplified. Yeah. Um, because now you know, you know, you have yeah. Dejounte Murray and and you Trey know what you're you know what you're building around exactly yeah yeah and they've um, they've still got you know. Assuming DeAndre Hunter starts at the three, uh, you've still got Bogdan Bogdanovich yes. coming off the bench. Um, they lost Gallinari and they lost Herter. Um, yeah, Herter Herter's an interesting one. Um, I don't know how how his future was going to be. So, um, what did they get back for him? Do you know what they got back for him? Uh, not much. Um, I, I think they kind of sold him. <clears throat> um, Kevin. Yeah, I mean that's probably just betting against him and yeah. his progression because you know he goes two ways right either he becomes a solid role player or he just holiday mo harkless and a first rounder they got a first rounder out so of that, that really Kevin Herter. Are, you know a first round pick in justin holiday um justin holidays he's okay he was all right he was on the he was on the warriors in a, on our yeah. 2015 team and i dm justin holiday when he left the warriors i said like thanks for being a dub and he responded to me are you serious and he said thank you I got what? a D- I got a DM back from Justin Holiday. Dude, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get into DMs right after this. Give me one sec. Um, just to cap this off, I also think for San Antonio, um, Murray is too good to have on their team right and, now, and too young. And well, twenty five. So that's young. I know. Yeah, it's young, but he does. He I think at twenty five, it's like you would be completely wasting his his prime yeah, years right he's now. He's entering his prime. Keep him and the Spurs and win are games. Yeah, when you don't want to win games. Your goal is to go get. Um, Victor Wembanyama yeah. next year with that first overall pick. Yep. So if you want to get like right now, the the Spurs need to tank, 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 um, and try their best to to go get Wembanyama. Mm. Um, uh, DMs. I that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I was yeah. I was like, do you know who's a free agent right now? Eric Pascal. Eric Pascal. He's a free agent. And you know <laughs> you know what team just lost their backup power forward? Who? The Warriors. Who we lose? Porter. Oh yeah. Okay yeah. No facts. And we can get him for a minimum. Yeah. Like, you can get him for a minimum. I, I bring the boy I, back. I absolutely love. Have you told Have you told your story yet? Yes. I believe I did on this podcast. Uh, essentially, I got a DM from Pascal. Uh, mm. We, you know, we're and best then friends. he be, and then he became his favorite player. So Pascal was my favorite player. Uh, my favorite player of all time is obviously Steph Curry. 
but Pascal is like my meme favorite player. I would love to have him on the podcast. I DM'd him today asking him to come on the podcast. You DM'd him today? I did actually. Nice. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to bring this up. Because he is a free agent right now. I told him I can get the I can get the quote and I, I haven't gotten a response yet. Um I expect to within the next few minutes. <laughs> um come on my podcast, we'll talk landing spots and hype you up. Guaranteed max contract on gosh. So the thing the thing is the key with that is that I said on gosh. Which means we don't actually have to give him the max contract. And I'm not gonna go to hell. Because gosh isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Um so Pascal, first of all, I think the team, like, he's got to sign a contract somewhere. Like, he's not bad enough to just yeah, fall he's, off. Yeah, he's too good to, you know, like, not I don't be think, in the league. I don't think he's, he's ever going to be uh, a starter. Uh, a, nah, you know, maybe he'll be a starter. He's never going to be more than a role player in the league. That's okay. There are, you know, there's a market for uh, a guy out there who can who's an offensive power forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Warriors could, could use a guy like that. Mm-hmm. I think that it would, it could absolutely be a, a, a reunion. Um, I feel bad for him. It though. makes too much sense. I wish, you know, what happened to him, like going from first team all rookie to just next year being sold essentially for a second round pick in cash, and then, and then that team play. wins a championship without you. The, yeah, first of all, you don't play on your, your team. The, that team goes and wins a championship mm-hmm. with all the young guys who you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like with the then, team that you know he. He was he was Jordan Poole before Jordan Poole. Like, he was better than Jordan Poole, literally. And now you're a free agent. Yep. In your third season. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> that's that's pretty shit ass. Yes. Yeah. So R.I.P. E.P. Let's try to get him on the pod. Yeah. Um, up next we have Malcolm Brogdon to the Celtics and fuck, damn it. Yeah, they still got to beat Milwaukee Dude. before. Okay, sure. What the fuck? This this trade deal was like blew my mind. Like yeah, was, like you got nothing. Yeah, it was highway robbery. Like, like what the fuck? You basically gave him up for nothing. And I remember when they were packaging Brogdon trying to get Simmons. Right, that was like their piece. Was like we're packaging Malcolm Brogdon. Obviously, Daryl Morey didn't go for it. Good for Daryl Morey. But now you get Daniel Tice and yeah. Neesmith. Aaron Neesmith and like what a, a first rounder, a first round pick. Yeah, which is probably gonna be a late first round pick. Yeah, exactly. Like. I, I don't like what I I'm really surprised that the market for Brogdon was that, you know he's on a big contract and everything but, uh, like really uh, I'm I'm just I'm just surprised the the Celtics get better. He did win a Rookie of the Year over Joel Embiid. <laughs> he, therefore, he's better. Yeah, because Joel Embiid was putting up numbers that year. Um, uh, Brogdon and they get Gallinari. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Boston deeper. picked up Gallinari too. I so who gets pushed out of the starting lineup? No one. You think Brogdon comes off the bench? Yeah, I mean, let, let's go through the line. Yeah, yes. I think Horford gets pushed out of the starting lineup. No. I mean, think about what they get. Hey, get down. Sorry. Um, think about what they gave up for him. It's like it's not like he's, you know, I mean, like, look at Derek White, right? Derek White's obviously coming off the Is bench. Is he still on that team? Yes. Um, he's coming off the bench for them, and he's basically in that same tier of a player like why would like you you can't bench Marcus Smart you can't bench Jalen Brown you can't bench Jason Tatum you don't bench Robert Williams so if you want to bench Horford like you run a small ball lineup mm-hmm. with Tatum at the four I don't know I mean that's just yeah, not but, how, but not you, you get to play Marcus players. Smart at the two again which is probably better you know everyone's like oh Boston didn't have a real point guard it's like 
Now they do. That's bullshit. But yeah, I also think that argument is I don't know. Like, kind of soft. Boston, like, saying Boston wasn't good enough is, I don't know. They're they're one of the best teams in the league already. So you don't need to change much to get better. I think going out and getting Brogdon and getting and getting uh, whatever. Yeah, Gallinari's going to be good off the bench. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to be really good. Honestly, I am calling it right now. You can, you can, you know, say whatever you want in in a year. I probably will be wrong, but I have the Celtics as uh, the best record in the regular season next year okay. in the whole NBA. I think that they win around sixty-two games. Um, we're adding this. I mean, you know, with the stretch that they went on second half this year, yeah, playoff momentum, adding some good bench pieces. I, you know, they're yeah, Boston, really Boston's hard to in a good spot. Um, yeah, I think how they do in the final, you know, in the postseason is going to depend on is Jason. Postseason is different. Yeah, it is different. Um, yeah, running into running into Milwaukee for a seven game series. Well, they got they beat him this year in a seven game series. Didn't have Chris Milton, a healthy True. Milwaukee. You know, next year that's that's. I mean, what are the odds both teams are healthy? Like, yeah, yeah it, it's going to be a crapshoot at that point. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, playoffs are one thing. Regular season, I think that adding these bench pieces is really, really helpful. They're going to be really mm. good. Um, yeah, moving on. John Wall to the Clippers. How do you feel about that? I don't. You don't um, feel? <laughs> I, good for John Wall. Um, he lands a starting gig. Um, I, I assume he's going to start. Um, yeah. And for, for a team that, you know, could, could go somewhere. Because um, healthy Kawhi is still a top five player in the NBA. Oh, yeah. I'm, um, I, I, absolutely. Like, and Paul George, I, abs- I totally do see this team going somewhere. Talking about John Wall, though, we have no idea what we're getting from John Wall. Yeah. I think for that contract, it's really good right. for them, though. Like, to be able to sign him, I think he's Low getting, risk, high reward. He's getting less than $10 million a year, mm-hmm. right? $16 million for two years. So, I think like, so. So, yeah, low risk, high reward. The worst case scenario is you're literally spending eight million dollars to have John Wall on your team, and you're going to sell more jerseys that say Wall, and you <laughs> lost money. So you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, John Wall at his peak was one of the best guards in the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. Incredibly fast on offense and self-appointed best shot blocking point guard in NBA history. He's a very, very, very good defensive point guard. Mm-hmm. When he was at his prime, he might have been the best defensive point guard in the league. So. I'm not saying shot block and whatever. He maybe he's he he did block shots, which impressive for for a, a point guard. Yeah. But giving that defense, being so electric on offense. Yeah. Very athletic. Being a good playmaker. playmaker too. Like John Wall was very very good. I really liked the signing. I wish that, uh, I wish that a team that I liked got him. <laughs> not that the Warriors could get him, but the I Kings. wish the Kings got him, <laughs> which doesn't matter. Be a waste. Yeah, but I wish yeah. that he was on a team. <laughs> yeah, if, I if, could if John Wall signed with the Kings, he would average eight and three. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. But I just like John Wall. Basically, I just like him. Mm-hmm. I love to watch John Wall. When yeah. John Wall, like looking at his highlights, is one of my favorite things. Like, and that uh, that to can, do. that Kentucky that the the John Wall song. Which one? You 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 don't you don't know John Wall by Troop Forty One? No, I don't. Know the, John Wall has a song. Like Mo Bamba. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. The fact that Mo Bamba has the most famous song of like all NBA players. It's really interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. I mean Mo Bamba's gonna Mo Bamba the song probably made more money than Mo Bamba will ever make in the NBA. Oh yeah. So. Um uh does he even start with Wendell Carter? I believe he's a free agent right now. Uh he, I think he resigned. Oh he did? Okay. I think he did. Uh no I don't think he was starting. He did have that one game where he hit like three threes in a row. That was 
No, he had five threes. It was really? five threes in a game. I, I mean, yeah. this probably I probably didn't hear about this because it happened at a place that doesn't exist. Yeah. As in Orlando. Yeah. Um, as in the stadium, the Orlando a, a Magic place where, where championships also don't exist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't know that. Um, anyways, John Wall. Um, good for him. I think he can be a mildly above average point guard. I think he's going to average 14 and 7, which yeah. is fine. Right, right. I think he's going to be fine. Cool. I mean, I, I hope the best for him. Yeah. Um, except for if they play the Warriors. Right, yeah. Other play. than when he's playing the Warriors, it's hard to read against yeah. him. All right. Uh, Jalen Brunson, next. Uh, Knicks got their guy. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> the, the, breaking news, everybody. The Knicks are back. They got Jalen Brunson. <laughs> yeah. I saw this. I saw this House of Highlights post. Um about them signing Brunson, and then the caption was, the Knicks are back. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are, you know, no. when signing Jalen Brunson takes you from the 11 seed to the 11 seed. Like, <laughs> Jalen Brunson makes you just as slightly below mediocre as you were before. Like, Jalen Brunson doesn't help you, doesn't move you forward. It doesn't help you tank to get better in the future. Yeah. All it does is help, is tie down $110 million to be mired in mediocrity for the next four yeah. years. I mean, I think it's just, you know, it sucks for like... It's a very fans. New York Nick thing to do. Totally. like, And they and they traded away their Jay, the Jalen Duran pick to, yeah. to get him, too. Ridiculous. And I think it's... Uh, it's the, the draft night issues, first of all, with them was just so funny. Like, they don't get anybody on yeah. draft night. Like, they literally get no one. Yeah, they actually, like... <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they conned themselves. <laughs> they have... I don't understand. It's like, the New York Knicks are kind of doing the same thing as the Sacramento Kings, but just with way more money. Yeah, with, because the, the, with Kings, the biggest market in the NBA. Right, the Kings suck, but they decided, fuck it, let's go make the make the playoffs. So they go out and they get Sabonis, and nothing happens. Same shit. <laughs> then then the, the Knicks are like, let's go let's go win a championship, right? Let's go be good. They go out, they're going to get, get Jalen Brunson. Nothing is going to change. Yeah. I think the Knicks are a, a play-in tournament team next year. You know, yeah. I, I, a lot of it depends on uh, Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, but if, if, like, we saw the peak, right? Julius Randle plays great. R.J. Barrett plays great. The defense is, is really, really good for a whole season, and they're a five seed, and they lose in the first round. Mm-hmm. So, Well, yeah, at the end of the day, they're going to they're gonna have to play someone like Boston or Philly or Milwaukee or who's, who's the fourth best team in the East? Miami. They're gonna have to play one of those four teams in the first round, and they're not gonna be good enough to beat them. So, uh, sorry, Garrett. Uh, <laughs> I know you'll listen to this, but uh, if you're a Knicks fan and you're hoping for a championship, maybe stop. Um, if you're hoping for <laughs> uh, a chopped cheese, you should bet against the Knicks <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah, and there's your chopped. Those cheese. are the two things that I think New Yorkers want yeah. in this world: a Knicks championship and a, and a chopped cheese the hockey way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry for the prejudice. Moving on. Uh, Warriors signed Dante DiVincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo. I have a I have a personal bias against this guy because he cooked Michigan in the national championship game, I believe it was 2018. Um, uh, but he's 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 legit. Um, he was you know, his trajectory before he got hurt when he was a really young guy was, you know, solid starter. Right. Um, then he got hurt. And I think he's the perfect role player for the Warriors. He's a good shooter. He plays, uh, you know, me and me and Lucas were researching last night. He had the best PER in the league. Nope. 
Best defensive rating. Sorry, yeah, best defensive rating in the league. At one point in 2020. Yes. Which um, is very impressive. Right, yeah, right before COVID, yeah. he was the best, he had the best defensive rating out of all guards league or out of anyone in the league? Guards. Oh, okay. no, 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 it was, it was the best out of anybody. Okay. But that, you know, this season, or this last season, he was eighth in guards, which is good. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, really... Well, we're, playing we're in Sacramento to, is not going to help your defensive rating. Like, Yeah, no, it's not at all. But we're going, you know, what we're trying to do is fill that GP2 right, slot right, right now. Right, yeah. He's a good GP2 replacement. I, 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 would, I would have rather had GP2. Right. Uh, but GP2 was too expensive. Um, 20 million, we talked about this. So with... Because, you know, we gave him that mid-level exception. That's what we gave to... Um, I thought it was a biannual exception. Uh, whatever. Don't care. It's an, an exception. An exception. We gave him an exception that was worth about $6.5 million. Um, so we give that to uh, Dante. We offered that. I saw a tweet today. Um, we actually offered that contract to GP2. And then Portland, obviously... You know, came in with a better offer. Yeah, paid him twice as much. Um, so, we did. We did call. I remember this wasn't. This isn't on record, but me and Lucas were walking to the gym, and we said, "Gary Payton II would be a perfect fit in Portland." Um, we did. And he's so we we called it low key. Yep. Um, but now that I think about it more, he's got Shadon Sharp and Anthony Simons in that same backcourt. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this year it really depends on what happens for the rest of free agency, but. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get minutes. He's gonna get minutes um, either way. Shaden Sharp probably will not get that many minutes. Yeah, you know, and they are probably they're still either Damian Lillard or Simmons will get hurt. Someone, yeah, someone will probably get hurt. I think that they're trying to compete right now though. So Shaden Sharp, one of the most raw yeah. prospects in the league. They also picked up Jeremy Grant too. Yes, to play at the four. Yes, uh, they're trying to make a push. So I don't think Shaden Sharp's gonna do too much mm. this year. Immediately, I, yeah. I think GP is definitely gonna be. He's gonna uh, get his minutes. Gonna get minutes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, DiVincenzo. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yep. I'm a fan of DiVincenzo. We also re-signed Looney. Thank Christ. Yeah, that would have been There would have been so many tears. So many tears if Looney left. But yeah, uh, I mean, we did lose everyone else. But he's a warrior. Looney is a warrior. He's a warrior. Yeah. And yeah, you know, we, you know, I I said it in the last podcast, we're probably going to have to pick one, and we picked Looney, and that's who I wanted to pick. Uh, I also want to dunk on you real quick, because uh, our <laughs> loyal listeners know that I did predict that JTA and uh, Damian Lee were going to be gone from the Warriors. Uh, Greenberg had something else to say about that. I was right. So what? Am I two and zero right now? <laughs> uh, uh, you're actually th- uh, two and three. Uh, if you count those three games, I Shut up. destroyed you two on the basketball court. Right, two and zero. <laughs> um, pick up gripes next week. Pick up gripes next week. Um, Lucas's pick up gripe is losing. Oh. I won. Oh, oh. How did our pot games go today? Pot doesn't. Pot isn't pickup. <laughs> you wouldn't play. You wouldn't play one on one with me. Yeah, I wouldn't because <laughs> I was scared. No, because I just got back from the gym. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, other Warriors guys, just do a quick Warriors podcast. Um. Yeah. Uh. Clean up. Unentitled after so, all. So yeah. G- G- JTA and uh, D Lee are gone. Um, B Leeds is playing in Turkey. Oh, I hope the best for them. B Leeds is gone as well. Um, we talked about GP a little bit. Uh, I heard also that some of the players on the Warriors did not feel so hot about Joe Lake of not willing to spend that extra money for GP. I'd believe it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not, you know, Joe Lacob has contributed more than, I mean, our payroll is still the biggest in the league by twice as much. Um, that I remember you also said, you know, like, 
after the tax, we figured Gary Payton the second would be fifteen more million dollars than uh, DiVincenzo, and that's pocket change for Joe Lacob. Yeah, come um, on, man. You got fifteen million. <laughs> yeah, bro. He's dyslexic, bro. You're not gonna give him a job offer. <laughs> that's racist. That's discrimination. <laughs> not racist. A-list. Actually, wait. Oh, it is racist. They signed DiVincenzo. Yeah, instead. white guy. Yes, we should yeah. cancel him um, and get GP back. If anything we can do to get Gary Payton back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otto Would you Porter. trade Steph Curry for Gary Payton? Uh, Gary Payton in the first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Otto Porter, though, he's gone. Yeah, he's up well. in Toronto. Um, I don't know how I feel about the fit, honestly. I mean, he's, he's not going to start because um, they've got Siakam and Ananobi um, unless they want to play Siakam at the five, which is... Eh. Nah, um, I don't think you do that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think it just makes more sense to start, you know, Chris Boucher or whoever you have at center, um, then move Siakam with five and start Porter. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think right now what the Warriors are doing is just we are trying allowing to this to happen and and really banking on the rookies. Yes, yeah, so, like I'm totally okay with. You know, giving Gary Payton's spot to Moses Moody and giving Otto Porter's spot to Kaminga. And, you know, we also have, you know, a former second overall pick, James Wiseman. Who? In the fray. So, wait, he hasn't played for the Warriors in about a year and a fucking half now. Yeah, and where was it beat at this point in his career? He was good. How can you say he was good when he didn't play? I'm sure play? he was good. I'm just saying from from what I saw of, of James Wiseman and his tiny-ass hands, I don't know how good he's going to be. Whatever. I hope to God he's actually good. Um, I don't think you do. No, I do. No, I absolutely... Trust me. I think you like trust being me. right more than no, <laughs> James no, Wiseman being good. Absolutely, absolutely not. I, I was the same way about Jordan Poole. I hated Jordan Poole at the beginning, and I, I had good reason to hate Jordan Poole. He was not good, and he he was very inefficient... How dare you? What's he, what's, about, he, what's he going to think when he hears you say that? <laughs> when he listens to the podcast, yeah. Jordan, come on. Um, I know you're a loyal listener of the pod. But I, I, and I ripped on him. I had, I, had good reason, I had good reason to rip on him. He was maybe our worst player. Now, he was, turned it around. And year one, he was awful. Year, year two, he was good year two. I'm talking about year one. Yeah, I'm, year, talking, yeah. I'm just talking about year one. Um, and I, I remember telling my old roommate... I think I actually said this on the podcast already, but I'm saying it again. Don't care. Um, that uh, every time that Jordan Poole is on the floor, the Warriors are bad. And I said, let's get rid of him. So um, <laughs> I eat my words, and I hope I can eat my words again. I do too. I love it when you eat your words. Yep. Um, uh, another, another free agent signing. Yeah. Uh, well, not a free agent signing, uh, sure. but yeah. Um, another uh, rumor going around. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has asked to leave Manchester United, and you know, it it really just keeps getting worse for us Manchester United fans. Yeah, um, you know, like we we thought we hit rock bottom, uh, and now we're just gonna we're gonna sink just a little bit lower, um, and I think we are screwed for next season. Um, I think we have two good players, whereas teams like Man City and Liverpool and Real Madrid have. You know their bench players could be the third best player for Manchester United. Um, I think we're screwed. You know we hit rock bottom at the end of this season, and instead of trying to turn it around and get back to our Manchester United ways, we just decided to get a little bit worse. Uh, but that's enough of that. Um, and you know going back to the NBA, uh, three big players uh, who 
will be changing teams, or sorry, not who will be changing teams, but one's a free agent, two are on the trade block. Uh, the former big three, Katie, Kyrie Irving, and probably the best free agent still available, James Harden, who yeah. has not signed yet. I mean, interestingly with James Harden, we're in a situation that I pretty much never saw coming, right. where he decided to um, not take his player option because he wants to take less money and allow the team to go out and get some better players. Yep. And instead they got PJ Tucker. So they get PJ Tucker, who <laughs> I don't I I'm a big P, I think PJ Tucker's a fraud. They he won a championship. He's Right, because he was on the bench. I don't think a team with PJ Tucker in its starting lineup is good enough excuse me, is good enough to win a championship. Um I don't know if he's gonna be in the starting lineup. You I don't? No. Um what they got Maxi Harden uh I, th- uh, I thought they were going to run Maxi Harris and, mm-hmm. and PJ? PJ at the three? Uh, probably Tobias at the three. PJ at the four. Tybal? Uh, Tybal's a free agent. Ooh. Ooh, okay. And I don't think they're bringing him back. So Where I think I think PJ Tucker is uh, starting. Um, okay. And, and yeah, you know, I, I just, you know, I think PJ Tucker is a great six man for a championship team. But I don't think a team with PJ Tucker in its starting lineup is good enough to win a championship. I mean, you don't think he can be the fifth fifth best player because that's correct. That's what he's going to be on this team. Mm-hmm. Is if if you have you have a team that is, dude. I I who is the Warriors? Completely fifth, disagree. Who is the Warriors' fifth best player? Probably uh, probably Pool. Pool. Wait, let's think. So Curry, Clay, Curry, Gray, Clay, Wiggs, Pool. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Clay. Might have been Clay, but it was Clay. Either way, Poole. yeah, yeah. Um. I don't. It doesn't matter. Like I don't. I'm not saying like like obviously the the Warriors had so much depth. They had that interestingly, like five players that were probably good enough to be the top three, um, on a championship team. We talked mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. But they had five players who could be on a big three. Right. And that's and that's Steph, Clay, Dre, who are a big three. Mm-hmm. Wiggins, who clearly was one of the three best players in the in the playoffs mm-hmm. for us, and Jordan Poole. Yeah, Jordan Poole can easily be, be a fringe, part of a big but, three. But but you know he, going forward, he could be the third best player of a big three. Right. Um, PJ is like the the Warriors are. Like, it's, I think it's PJ Tuck, I think PJ Tucker is in that same tier as Looney Porter and Gary Payton, and that is your sixth best player. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't. I just don't think that we we have to conform everyone to the Warriors as a championship team. Nonsense. But um, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. PJ. That's actually that's actually a, a cold take because everybody's trying to be the Warriors and the Warriors have been championships fifty percent champions fifty percent of the times in the last eight seasons. I don't think the 76ers are trying to be the Warriors. They have Joel Embiid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> uh, PJ Tucker is a knockdown three point shooter, uh, the best three point shooter from the corner in the league, and he plays very good defense. He's very gritty. He knows how to get rebounds, um, and he is willing to accept his role in any way possible mm-hmm. so i think for that reason he is an elite uh role player and 10 million is is is, is probably too much for a guy who's 37 years old for three years right, yeah he's going to be 40 years old and making 10 million dollars right um and that's going to be a disaster yeah. but i just for this upcoming season i really like pj tucker on that yeah team. i just um, i just don't know how a 37 year old who has never scored more than 11 points a game or even come you know, close to an all-star game ever. I don't understand how this guy's going to be a starter on a championship team. And I think that's what Philly's going for. Dude. Don't care. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Let's see. I, I, I'm willing to go 3-0 on... Uh, All right, yeah, we'll this see. This be a good one. Um, 
James Harden, though, I did not expect that from him in terms of just his yeah. like morality and what we hear right, yeah. as, as fans. James Harden didn't like his position in... First of all, he hated it in Houston. He got fat on purpose because he didn't <laughs> want to be there. Then he goes to, to Brooklyn... Also doesn't like it. Yeah, there, jump ship. Which I I guess kind of. Which makes is a little sense. bit more, yeah. Yeah, you know, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie's it's toxic. Katie's doing the same thing, but he like no one liked him in in Philly either. He's just he's just kind of an ass, um, and he's been that way his his career. Just not like a a guy that you not think a team of first like player. you know yeah a team first player. I need to do whatever I can to go win a championship. So I respect it. Uh, him deciding that. He wants to do whatever he can to go get a chip. Um, yeah, maybe he must like Philly too. Yeah, I if yeah, but here's the thing: if if I'm James Harden, I don't want to take a pay cut for PJ Tucker. I want to take a pay cut for Zach Levine. Well, then you got to take a pretty fat pay cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have to take your whole pay cut for Zach Levine. I don't know, dude. I I think Zach Levine would sign for Philly for twenty or twenty five million dollars if. He got to play if he got to be a part of a starting lineup with Maxi, Harden, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid because that team wins a championship. I mean, I don't know. Like I've always considered, you know, my thought process of if I was an NBA player, which I'm not yet, but um, <laughs> when you're an NBA player, when I am, like, I would, I would, I would always pick money. Like, unless it's like I have already made a ton of money, which James Harden has. James Harden has, yes. And he, you know, what he hasn't done, won a chip, won yeah. a championship, but. If, if I was, like, a guy like Zach Levine who has made some money, but not, like, you know, I, I really think my limit would be, like, 300 million career earnings. I would need to have, like, I'd need to be on at least my second max contract for me to be, like, you know, I don't want to take the extra $50 million that I could get. I'm going to go win a championship. Um, should we should we do the Juan Soto conversation next week? Yeah, let's talk about baseball next week. I'm, I'm really excited. Okay. I, I've lost to say. I remember, I remember me and Eli had a big... This, this, me and Eli are going to be going at it next week. Um, Tune in. Because, yeah, I remember we had a big argument about, like, you know, ba- basically, you know, we will we will introduce the topic and we will let our listeners stir on it. Would you rather sign a $200 million contract with your favorite team or a $400 million contract with, you know, the Yankees or the Dodgers and you grew up not liking those teams? For me, like my argument before, I obviously take option number two. But James Harden, hey, maybe he takes number one. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think Harden's doing it to play for his favorite team. I think he's doing it to, to win a chase a ring. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's all we got right now yeah. for NBA free agency. Do we do we want to do we want to talk about Katie and Kyrie? Oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah, because I feel like we we glossed over that. Also, one more thing I want to say about the Timberwolves, Carl uh, Anthony Towns' campaign slogan is going to be "Make power forwards great again." Uh, he's going to play the four now, and he's going to do, and he's going to try to make. Power forwards great again, like Tim Duncan and Dirk and uh, another notable Timberwolf, Kevin Garnett. Um, and I remember uh, talking about this in an earlier episode. The league is like a pendulum. It's going to swing back and forth between, you know, like right now the Warriors started the pendulum swinging towards small ball. But if the Warriors uh, match up against Minnesota in the playoffs, you know, obviously the Warriors are probably, you know, definitely a more talented team and a more experienced team. But... Minnesota presents a matchup nightmare for Golden State, and if Minnesota were to pull it off, I think there would then be nothing stopping them from winning a championship, and then the league could pendulum back towards. Uh, so you do big. you do think that Minnesota is going to win a championship? 
Uh, no. But they could. So, yes. <laughs> yes. No, but they could win a championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, all right, all right. That's 3-0. Count it up. <laughs> I'm just going to keep running these. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, and I'll keep talking about what I did to you on the basketball court. No one here saw that, and it doesn't matter. Because I literally played better. Jason Tatum is better yeah. than Nemanja Bielitsa. Um, uh, all right. Um, Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Durant. Irving. Uh, first question I want to ask is, do you think there's any chance they get traded to the same team? No. I don't think there's any team in the world that has enough capital to go out and get both. Yeah, I agree. Um, Katie and Kyrie. Uh, I did I did pose a thought experiment, um, though, which involved Katie and Kyrie to the Lakers. I really think that's like kind of the only way that happens because you know you have to have two guys. First of all, Anthony Davis is... You trade Anthony Davis and yeah. Russell Westbrook. I mean, yeah, when you're trading two, when you're trading two max contracts, one. two max contracts got to go the other way. Yeah. You're not trading LeBron. No, you're not trading LeBron. Uh, you're not trading. You don't think LeBron would, is allowed? To, I don't think he can get traded. Like he, 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 he has more authority than like anybody else. Yeah, but at the end of the day, if Rob Palinka wanted to press the button to trade LeBron James, LeBron James can't stop him from doing that because he's not the Lakers GM anymore because he's a Nets player. I don't know. I, I, okay. Bottom no, line, LeBron, LeBron is not LeBron is not getting traded. But if I were Rob Plinka, I wouldn't dismiss that notion. Okay. Um, Anthony Davis, however, yeah, uh, could the, the the likelier option is not that this is going to happen. I don't know, right. This is, this is not. But it's possible. It is possible though. Anthony Davis goes for Katie and Kyrie. Um, Russ goes think, the other way too. I, I don't. I just. I think that this would actually have a possibility if the Lakers also had like three or four. Right, if if they had the capital to compensate for Russ being a ne- the biggest negative asset in yeah. history, other than maybe John Wall. And also, it's like KD is worth a lot more, I think, than, than Anthony. If Rudy Gobert right. is worth five first round picks, KD is worth fifteen. No, absolutely. Like he he literally is going to be like a lot of people are saying this on ESPN, and I kind of agree with them. If like Kevin Durant is the most valuable asset to ever hit the market right now. Yeah, there's there's not been a, a player. That has requested a trade, right? Yeah, it was as good as him on a four-year contract. Mm-hmm. You get four, yeah, four years. years of yeah. Kevin Durant signed Durant. signed a max extension last summer. So you're getting womp womp. <laughs> you're getting uh, like I think at least like any team that Kevin Durant goes to, you are a contender. contender. Yeah. So you are getting t- two to three. I would say two to three, maybe maybe. And probably three years of championship contention, uh-huh. just for whatever you give up right now. So you have to give up everything yeah whatever you can to go get him so um i don't think he's gonna the lakers whatever yeah i don't, Some, I don't think the lakers can i don't think the lakers can put together a valuable enough package yeah for for those two players so he also he requested he's interested in going to phoenix or miami um i don't think that if i had a bet i don't think he's gonna go to either of those teams um because first of all i don't think any of them they have uh, the the best package out there, and what does Brooklyn owe Kevin Durant? Yep. To be like, no, yeah. we're gonna give you the best team. Right. If, if, have a, if uh, Brooklyn pisses off Kevin Durant by trading him to a team he doesn't want to go to, 
why does Brooklyn care? Get fucked. Yeah. Like literally, who cares? Like you. Yeah. It's like. Oh oh no yeah. It's like Kevin Durant. Oh yeah. so so we're obligated to trade you to a team that you want to play for, but you're not obligated to play for us when you have a four years on your contract left. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Like. Yeah. So no, I mean, there's. Yeah no, Katie. Like Katie, you have no leverage in deciding where you get to go. Obviously, he Sorry wants to go to one of the one seeds. You know, yeah. No question. I'm, yeah, I'm sure a lot of players want to play for the Warriors, you know? Yeah. So, um, I don't think that Phoenix... Phoenix, I think, is, is actually less likely than um, than Miami, because Miami would maybe be willing to send Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero um, and, like, a ton of other stuff or, in a trade. But, or maybe they send but, Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Victor Oladipo, while also sending Tyler Hero to Utah and... Uh, Omer, you're at seven, and Haywood Highsmith, and Udonis Aslan in New Orleans, and they also get Mike Conley. <clears throat> I actually didn't think about Omer, you're at seven. That actually changes <laughs> everything. Um, uh, the Suns trade, however, involves Devin Booker, and I don't think the Suns are willing yeah. to give up Devin Booker. Because they, um, theoretically, I mean, this would be a very different story if the Suns didn't collapse this year, but I think the attitude in the Suns front office right now is they are good enough to win a championship with what they've got. Well, we'll look at DeAndre Aiden. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with DeAndre Aiden. Like, he probably won't come back to the Suns. Yeah. So, are they good enough to win without DeAndre Aiden, or do they feel like they're good enough to win without DeAndre Aiden? Yeah, maybe, maybe the solution to that is, you know, Bridges, I, here, here to be a good trade, Bridges... Cam Johnson, DeAndre Aiden, sign and trade. Are you allowed to sign and trade and then package that with assets you already have? Yes. Okay. But why the fuck would DeAndre Aiden want to sign and trade with them? Like, I guess, oh, I guess, oh never mind. I know why. Because he can get more money. Yeah, he could, yeah because when, when KD leaves, that is a max contract that opens up. And that's that's what DeAndre Aiden seems to care about right now. Yeah, so they would sign the max and then trade him. Yep. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think... That's the best offer out there. Um, uh, well, Phoenix has all their draft picks. So they could they could give them four draft picks, five draft picks, plus DeAndre Aiden, plus McCall Bridges, plus Cam Johnson. Like, And, he, and here's the thing. Like, yeah. KD is, you know, I I just don't know that, you know, here's the thing. That, that offer might not be worth what KD is, but there might not be a single team in the NBA that can put together an offer to what KD is really worth. It's really hard to put together a trade offer that works, that's worth sending, while you also get KD. Yeah, I mean... Because like, if, if you're trading for KD, you have to keep at least one of your star players because KD's not going to win a championship if he's surrounded by scrubs. Um, so you have to figure out how to trade for Kevin Durant while staying within all the financial restrictions and getting Brooklyn to accept while keeping those other pieces that, you know, one or two other pieces that you need to win a championship, how many teams are able to do that? You know, I think there's a few criteria that you have to meet to be able to, like, even qualify for this, and that's mm. you have to have a ton of draft capital, Yeah. number one, and number two, you have to have a good max contract player that you're willing to give up. Uh-huh. Um, the team that I point to is New Orleans, because New Orleans has capital. New Orleans has young players that they might be willing to give up. I'm talking Zion Williamson. I'm talking Bingram. Bingram. Um, either of them. Bingram is a different trade because you, you have to package a lot more. Maybe you send Herb Jones and a ton of picks and, and uh, probably yeah, even CJ. Jackson Hayes, too. Yeah, well, Jackson Hayes sucks. Her, her, um, Val, Valanciunas is a good yeah, player. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's a lot more. Yeah. With Zion, he just signed that max contract. Yeah. you got you got to... Like, Zion salary. could... 
you know, like, like the Zion. If you include he... Zion, suddenly that suddenly you know the the other pieces you you know, Zion in the pick. Zion, yeah, exactly. You like if you're throwing in Zion, you don't have to include the kitchen sink with Zion. Exactly. To... You know, because Zion is what like a top five asset in the league. Yeah. In terms of trade value, yep. so KD might be number one, but you know if you package a guy, like... well, number one on the market. On the market, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I mean, I he might be number one. Doncic. Oof. Yeah, probably Doncic. John Morant, I gotta say. More than Kate. I don't know about John Morant. More than KD. I don't know about that. Jokic, maybe. Jokic. Giannis. Giannis. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Steph? They're both... No, Steph. Not Steph. He's too old. Um, he's only one year older than KD. Yeah, but he's he's, he's going to be 35. It's, just, it's a difference. It, it, one whole year, one year. Is, is, is very different. It's one year okay. of championship contention. All right. All right. No, that's, yeah, you're that's right. Legit. You're right. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I see, I see New Orleans. Uh, if I had to bet, you know, everyone's heard about this already. I think it'd be really funny if he went to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, if I had to bet, I'm saying I think he goes to New Orleans. I think he goes to uh, Portland. Portland's in play. Yep. Um, and what, what would what would Portland give up? They'd probably give up Sharp and Simons, Simons. and Jeremy Grant and their draft picks for the rest of their lives. Yep. Maybe Nurkic too. No, the team doesn't contend without Nurkic. Yeah, but Nurkic is replaceable. I feel like. So here's the thing: if if you need to lose Nurkic to get but, KD, but, but then you can Brooklyn attempt. Brooklyn doesn't even want Nurkic. Like, why, why would Brooklyn want Nurkic if they're getting a ton of draft capital? Like, they want Simons and they want Sharp, right? Yeah, because they're, the they're young, young, good players. But you don't want Nurkic. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I, that they have a. Uh, Do you want Jeremy Grant? He's. You don't want Jeremy Grant, no. Um, okay. Even for the contract. No, 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 no yeah, yeah, contract, yeah. But um, is Jeremy Grant on an expensive contract? Yes. Being like twenty five, and you need okay. you need a max. You need a match. Sorry, um, but dude, I, I really feel I feel like for contract for contract. There's a reason why, why the Pistons got rid of him. Yeah, but I feel like for contract and value, like here's the thing: it's like spending forty five million. You know, spend. You know, I I think Nurkic plus Jeremy Grant financially equals Kevin Durant. So if you can get those two players, yeah, but why would you want that? <laughs> well, first of all, you need you need that for that trade to happen. Yeah, but you get Shane and Sharp, you get Yeah, you Simons, get Sharp, Simons, you get Grant, Nurkic. Uh, you, you get those four players. No, you don't need Grant and Nurkic. Yes, you do, or else the trade can't no, happen. No, no, you you take you take uh one of those two. Either Grant or Nurkic. I Katie's, would say Grant. Katie's making twice as much as those guys. But you can pay over the cap. Um to a certain extent. I'm sure there's an exception involved. I don't think that there's any chance. Whatever, this is really dumb. We're we're getting off track here, but I don't think there's any chance that you're um, you're about to get your first loss. Okay, good luck. I don't think there's any chance that uh, that Brooklyn would want to take take both Nurkic and Grant. I mean, that's trade. that's not a bad way to to inherit that forty five million dollars that you need to inherit. But you just gotta get rid of it then. You gotta go sell it somewhere else. Because you don't want either of those players because you're trying to tank. Okay, well then, okay, well then maybe maybe you then swap those players or then trade them later. I mean, you, first of all, let's look at okay, whatever. We're we're doing this is really dumb. We are doing a uh, a trade thing going on one of these like. Well, that's because Nurkic's salary isn't in this in this right now. Okay, um, we'll circle back to this. Moving on. I also heard, yeah, OKC could be in play for him, and Toronto could be in play for KD, too. 
what does what does Toronto's package look like? I don't really care about OKC's know. package because all those players are picks. honestly the same. You could take Chet, um, but uh, also OKC wouldn't want Kevin Durant. I don't think. I think that just goes against everything they're <laughs> yeah. about. Goes against their morals. Yeah. Um, what would Toronto's package look like? Because I've heard Toronto come up a lot. Toronto not a lot, would but... be uh, Scotty Barnes. Um, oh, I forgot they had Scotty Barnes. OG. He's they might. So Siakam plays the five, because they start OG and. Scotty Barnes. Scotty can play three. Siakam plays the five. Right now, remember we talked about that earlier. Can Siakam play the five? No, but you, like, know, you know what I was saying. Eh. Remember, remember my, my take on the on the uh, the Raptors. They're just wings. Every player on the Raptors, yeah. is a wing. They, everyone, yeah. one through five. So it's like, I don't. They don't exist in in <laughs> in center. A center is not is not a, a Masai Masai Ujiri does not know what a center means. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's an option for them. Yeah, Scott. I, I'm really. I, I don't. I think know. Siakam's got to go. What too. do you think? What do you think would be the most like, like disappointing thing to see if you know Kevin Durant has been traded here? And what do you think would be the most like? Okay, yeah, I like this. Like Kevin Durant has been traded here. What do you, What are you looking for? Most disappointed is the Lakers, because you just don't like Lakers. Yeah, that would suck. Um, I think the best landing spot for him would be Golden State. <laughs> um. <laughs> I would like him in Portland because I want I want Dame to win. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. The problem is we seem we seem to play Portland a lot in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it would happen again. Um, I would like to see OKC. That'd be really cool. I like homecomings. Um. Uh. Maybe Philly could put a package toward him. You know, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey. And bunch of picks. I'm surprised. I'm, like, I'm kind of surprised Philly hasn't come up more often than they have. Maybe they're just like what they've got. Um, Miami. I would like to see Miami because I, I want Jimmy Butler to win. Um, Philly. Imagine Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they just traded Ben Simmons or James Harden. Would they get James Harden back? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Okay, that, that might be the funniest one. <laughs> they trade James Harden. Back. <laughs> yeah, they Durant. put James Harden back on Brooklyn <laughs> with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Well, Harden hasn't signed yet, so Ben Simmons and Kyrie <laughs> on Brooklyn <laughs> with James Harden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the 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 Nets no, keep Kyrie. The, the Nets keep Kyrie. <laughs> yes. Bring Harden back and then they, and trade. No, no, no. And then they somehow trade for Russ too. So you've got <laughs> Russ, Harden, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons on the same team. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be great. That'd that would awesome. be that'd be makeup for every time that James Harden like did some dumb shit. Yeah, like that'd be karma. Yeah. Oh, that that's great karma. Um, yeah, okay, that would be that would make me the happiest. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but no, I, for me, I just want I want him to stay in the East. Yeah, that's all all I care. So about. who do you think in the East takes him? I mean, if Miami can figure it out, great. What about Charlotte? Um, Which... Toronto. Uh, what about the Knicks? The Knicks are all, you know, the obviously. Knicks, no, they don't have anything. Yeah, they, sure, they, yeah they can't trade. For, yeah. Yeah, you can trade RJ, but, like, I doubt it. Also, he could have signed with the Knicks if he wanted to go play with them. Um, well, keep in mind, it doesn't matter where he wants to play wants anymore. To play. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let, let's start spitballing. Make, you know, like, Charlotte. Does that make sense? I don't, I don't, think, I, I don't think they have enough. I don't think they're there yet, either. They're not, you know. Yeah. You know. Uh, Chicago. I think Chicago's too crowded, in terms of you know they've they've they've. Uh... Trade Zach Levine. I mean they signed him to the big contract. Right. Trade yeah. Zach Levine. Um, Patrick Williams. 
Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams might go in a trade anyway. Um, Kobe White, because they need to get rid of him. Ass, but they do need to get rid of him, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, they, yeah, they would include him for free. Um, uh, maybe maybe uh, uh, Vucevic, because I know they want to move on from him. Yeah. Um, they probably you know, probably not Demar. He's too old. Um, I don't know if Chicago okay. makes the most sense, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just hoping that he stays in the East. Um, I think the worst case scenario is for the Suns for me. That that's probably worst case yeah. scenario because that just makes the Suns the best team in the West, and I would better than the Warriors. Yeah, they would be better. I mean, they'd be better. They would win more games certainly in the regular season. You know, everything changes in the playoffs. Yeah. But, but they would be a very, very, very. That'd good be a team. yeah. And similar to how I want Dame and Jimmy Baldwin, I don't want Chris Paul. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I kind of like the Suns, and uh, more of a personal reason why, just because. Um, Sacramento. Not, I want to yeah, go to Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, that no, that would actually make my fucking life. Um, but no, I, yeah, the Suns. Suns are. I, I don't dislike the Suns. I don't have anything against. The Suns. Yeah. Other than Devin Booker's uh, Kobe Dick writing, that's the only thing I yeah. don't like for him. What about a uh, What about the Mavericks? They have, no, that'd be scary. They don't have enough to give up though. The only valuable Christian piece Wood. they have, is, <laughs> yeah, Christian Wood. The only valuable piece they have is Doncic, and he's not yeah, going anywhere. Exactly. Uh, and you know, you could put together that whole roster, and it's not. You know, some skating. people did. Uh, I, I, let's not let's not discount it. Um, if if he goes to Dallas, then I get a point. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. He's not going to Dallas. Okay. Um, um I think that that's all we can say about now about him. Kyrie. Either what about no Denver? Kyrie, Utah. Utah. Utah's not going in that direction. No, no, they're going. What about can Denver? No, I doubt it. I think Denver wants to go with what they got right now. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I would do that if I were Denver, but maybe. We, De- but bro, I'm not Denver. You also thought that Michael Porter was ass, and he is very, very, very good. He's good, but I didn't think he was ass. But he hasn't played in a year. But he's coming back. And then he's gonna get hurt again. That's not what they think. <laughs> Kevin Durant could get hurt again. He's still Kevin Durant. Michael Porter is pretty fucking good. He's not Kevin Durant, but like, <laughs> not know, Kevin Durant. If, if your team, a team of of uh, of Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, and Nikola Jokic, and then everyone else from that team, yeah, that's uh, a good team. It's a good team. Yeah, they they tr- they did trade away Will Barton though. Damn. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie. Do you have anything specific to say about Kyrie? I think that that kind of happens after KD. It's like. Okay. KD is is first because everything's gonna change with KD, and then after that it's like right, yeah. If Kyrie. if both those players on the market, everyone's gonna go after KD and before maybe, they think you know, about maybe Kyrie. Kyrie ends up being like a three way deal or something. Kyrie would probably, I think, his role in all of this is secondary to KD. Yeah, so <laughs> kind of like his role in the Nets, right? Um, tertiary even. Um, he now nah, Kyrie yeah. was better than Harden when Harden was there. I know he was, Kyrie wasn't wasn't there. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when yeah, the three games that they actually played together. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't don't really care about Kyrie Kyrie right now. I do. Um, I just don't know. I just think I don't think the fog is. I mean, really, I don't think the fog has cleared enough for either player. Um, but it, it's still fun to speculate. Um. It is you know I I just don't understand why the Nets would want to give him to the Lakers because the Lakers aren't going to give you shit for him. Um, don't know either. Um, like just you know, like I, I mean, I, Russell I, Westbrook is just. I mean, he is an expiring contract. That's that's a good thing about him. But you get Russ, they're not going to give you AD. You get Russ and THT and yeah. the first round pick. Like, 
No, that's not. Yeah, the for... one first round pick they're still able to trade. Yeah, that's not enough. Not for, happening. Um, for Kyrie. I feel like Denver. I I don't think I still think Denver's a step away, and I I think Denver would be foolish to not at least think about getting one of these two players. Um, I'm sure they're thinking about it. I don't think there's a team in the league that's not thinking about it. But um, no, I don't know. I mean, Denver. I think Denver probably wants to to run it back. Like they have the best player in the league. Um, and yeah, but I don't think Jamal Murray is a good enough second best player on the team for a championship team. Dude, Jamal Murray was popping in the bubble, bro. So fucking good. And okay, and they lost. They they lost in the conference finals two years ago. Remember when Portland made it to the conference finals and look what happened to them after that. I know, but they but look but look at the team right now. The team could potentially be a better version of that team that made it to the conference finals. Or they could Portland. I feel or like they could. Right, I know, but here's the thing. I, I feel like when teams stagnate like Denver is doing, more often than not they Portland instead of, you know, developing into flowering into I mean, we saw a team recently, the championship team, not not this type of team, but the team that lost two of their best players to injury that came back and then won a championship. So I don't know. Like I mean, I, I think that this team is gonna <laughs> yeah, be but they were better. both a lot better than Michael Porter Jr. Clay Thompson. Well, Clay Thompson was better than Michael Porter Jr. And yeah. this season, Clay, Clay, Michael Porter Jr. hasn't done shit to prove better than he's than he's Clay Thompson. Don't know, don't know, don't know. I I don't think he's gonna go to Denver. I think Denver's gonna run it back. I think Denver's also gonna be a top three seed in the West. So um, I'm sleeping on him a little bit, but. Alright. Um, yeah, I think that's all we got right yeah. now for, for this NBA yeah. trade deadline stuff. It was a lot. Uh, the draft happened. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I have nothing to say. I, I know you like talking about the draft. I personally have nothing to say about no, it. No, I mean, the only thing interesting was just that, you know, uh, the Kings, I the Kings did decide to pass on, uh, on what's his name? Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey. And they went with Keegan Murray. And I think it's hilarious because I am a little bit a part of, like, Kings media on... You know my 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 Twitter and my YouTube and stuff like that, and uh, a few I saw a few videos that were like explaining why Keegan Murray is actually better than Jaden Ivey, like, and they're like it's actually a good pick if you think about it. It's like and it's all Kings. Yeah, you know, these guys just Kings trying guys. to trying to pretend. Yeah, and <laughs> I remember when they drafted Marvin Bagley, and they were like, "Let's go, <laughs> Luca sucks. Like Luca's <laughs> gonna be a bust. Like let's go, Marvin yeah. Bagley." No, it's I, no, the, I guarantee the Kings have no no. There's no point in looking at a player's floor when you're the Kings. Yeah, because if you're the Kings, you need somebody's ceiling if you're, to help you to help you get better. Right. They're hilarious. Yeah. But if if you're into trading cards, you should buy some Jaden Ivey trading cards right now. Buy some rookie cards because the Kings passed on him, so he is guaranteed to be a, <laughs> a good player. NBA 75 player <laughs> by the end of his career. Real, yeah. Um, all right, switching gears a little bit. We are going to talk about baseball today, as promised. And we're going to talk about the team that is probably the most depressing team in baseball, if not sports right now. My beloved Oakland A's. And uh, some long overdue good news for the A's. This is really the first piece of good news in almost a year for the A's. Uh, their plan to stay in Oakland, it is the Howard Terminal plan. Uh, Howard Terminal is no longer designated as a port by Oakland's government, which means that the government is willing to repurpose that location. Uh, and the, you know, the city of Oakland wouldn't do that unless they are trying or at least pretending to try to keep the A's in Oakland and put them in Howard Terminal and build that sexy stadium 
Um, I did meet at that sports business career fest festival. Um, I did meet the VP of the A's who's in charge of keeping them in Oakland. His name is uh, Taj Tashombe, um, and super cool guy, very stylish, uh, very great talking to him. Shout out Taj. Um, and it, it, it's cool to see this guy that you met putting in this work and seeing it in the real, you know, like in the, in the media, in the real world, you know, and it's like, this is a huge step toward keeping the A's in Oakland. And, uh, I'm very glad, uh, that this happened and it's cool to know the guy who made this happened. So shout out Taj, making dreams come true. Um, I remember watching this Brody Brazil clip and, you know, I was like, let's say the A's finish with the worst record in the MLB this year, but they, but they stay in Oakland and they, and they commit to the Howard to stay in Oakland and they, you know, like tie it up. This would be the most successful season in A's history since 1989. I would, I would totally agree with that. However, I think you might be, uh, getting a little too ahead of yourself right now. (laughs) Might be a Kings situation with Keegan Murray, but, um, you know, like, yes, this is a, I agree. This is a huge step. Like this actually makes it possible for this to happen, mm-hmm. but still it's like, <laughs> it's still Oakland. <laughs> did you see like how, how many people are going to these games? Like no one is going to these games. I, I mean, if, I, if I think the A's, how was it a financially responsible decision for A's ownership to go and build a new stadium well, for the A's? But here, I mean, it, it's all connected. Like you get a new stadium you make way more money because people actually want to come to your games. Then you're able to sign players and then your team is good. And then more people want to come to this, you know, this team that is now good again in a new stadium. Like it's, you got to spend money to make money. But why wouldn't they go with the other route, which is, Oh, we're going to build a new stadium. Let's build it in Las Vegas where there's way more people who are interested in sports and would probably be way more interested than Oakland is in the A's. The, the A's don't want to move to Vegas for the same reason I don't want them to move to Vegas. The A's want to stay in Oakland. Everybody in that organization wants to stay in Oakland. Their president has said it. Their their uh owner owners have said it. You know, like they you know they they've released like like documents and you know uh, manifests and just a, bu- a bunch of. They've, they've done things. They've they've <laughs> said things. They've they said they want to stay in Oakland, but like they've they've proved it. Like they have they have done. Like here's the thing: if they wanted to go to Vegas, they would have been in Vegas ten years ago or five years ago. Okay. I mean, like that, they that like they're doing everything they can to stay in Oakland, and they will only move to Vegas unless they have to, or if they have to. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean yeah. I mean good luck with that. Uh, I think the writing has kind of been on the wall for a while with the A's. This is big, though. Um, I hope for the A's that they get to stay in Oakland. I liked going to A's. I love going to the A's games. Yeah. Um, and it, in, in, enjoy $5 MLB tickets while you still can, folks. At the worst stadium in baseball. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. that stadium is nowhere near the standard of professional athletes. It's not even close. <laughs> it's like everyone, like imagine being, everyone knows it's the worst. Yeah. And like, imagine knowing I'm a major league baseball player and I have to play here. Yeah. That's disrespectful. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. It's, everything is concrete um, and gross and yeah. old. It smells and, like cigarettes and piss. Yeah. It's just, you know. Oh, it's not <laughs> That's like, baseball. <laughs> it's not like, it's not like in Oakland, like, you go to, you know, you go to the Coliseum and, like, 
it's like, all right, I'm in the Coliseum. No, it's like, no, I'm still in Oakland. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Oakland. Like, yeah. It's, 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 it's Oakland. It is, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's as Oakland as Oakland gets. Yeah. Um, nothing against Oakland. Shout out Royce. Yeah. Shout out Oakland. My hometown. Um, all right. Uh, unless you have anything you want to further discuss, I believe that is all for this week. Uh, stay tuned for next week. It's going to get interesting. Uh, another appearance from Eli well, and pick up gripes too. Pick up gripes and the great uh, Rudy Gobert debate. Uh, but until then, thank you for listening and go Dubs. Bye. <laughs>